Hey, I'm Joel, and you're tuned in to the Curiosity in Rising podcast, where I'll be shining a light on spiritual health based in our society today. To be curious is to rise above what you already understand, which is why this podcast series will explore many different concepts and beliefs surrounding lifestyle and spiritual culture. We'll challenge and dive deep, learning how spiritual truths come in many different forms for each individual person. So join me in my quest to inform, understand, and sometimes even disagree. You're tuned into Curiosity in Rising, with your host Joel Rainbow. Hey, and welcome back to Curiosity in Rising. In today's episode, we're discussing the concepts of anti-aging, and even the possibilities of humans being immortal. I was in my living room a couple of weeks ago, and the news was on on the TV, and I saw something about this breakthrough in anti-aging technology that scientists had discovered and I thought oh my god we have to do a curiosity in rising episode on that so alas here we are and to make it even more timely and relevant I don't know if you guys have seen this trend but I definitely have it's been on my for you page on TikTok and even like Instagram lately um I've seen this I'm sure we all know the song forever young um do you really want to live forever I remember that from my childhood um and it's like so weird because I remember being young like you know when you're young and you like realize oh my god humans die like animals die everyone dies I don't I don't know about you guys but I remember so clearly when I had that discovery and it's funny because I have a younger brother who I also remember him going through that last year as well when he was about seven or eight years old and I think I was around that age as well when I remember sorry when I realized and kind of like had the epiphany that I was going to die someday and I actually had a really strange reaction to it I don't know if this is because I was like an anxious child but I remember not wanting to like eat dinner one night and I remember this night very clearly and I went sat on the couch and my parents were like what the hell and I was like is it true that like we're all gonna die one day (laughs) so yeah it's funny um back to the TikTok thing there's been this filter going around online where older people have been able to like it swipes across the screen and it makes them look young again and these older people are saying it's so accurate to what they actually did look like 20 30 years ago and it's making them very it's bringing up a lot of emotions for them whether they're positive negative um and there's a lot of chatter online in the comments i've seen like oh you know, like, you're still beautiful, or, oh my god, this is making me scared, this is making me sad, like, the comments are having very, um, evidence and extreme reactions to this realisation as well, which is so strange, so I definitely wanted to jump into that tonight on the podcast, and yeah, one of my favourite comments that I've seen in response to this trend that's going around of the elderly people, like, showing their younger selves, blah blah, um, was this comment that said aging is such a privilege I don't know if it was an, a young person or an older person who commented this but yeah I'm pretty sure I saw it in the comments and they said aging is such a privilege and I wish like we viewed it more from that lens and I thought oh my god that's true like so many people around the world are not afforded the opportunity to ever look elderly because the lifespans in so many countries are so incredibly shorter than ours in developed countries. And it got me thinking, 
hold on yeah like with our like the western world loves to show off and you know flex and whether that's like through class money whatever you would think that like we would have made it into this thing where aging was this respectable thing and i know it still is but this thing to be admired and a beautiful thing like you would think right like when the human race was like developing and societies were developing that we would have viewed elderly people as like perhaps the most beautiful beauty standard because it takes so long to get to it like not everyone will get to it like you're lucky to get to it you have like wisdom experience it's kind of like the ultimate form of success really like to to age and to be one day at that point in your life where yeah you have wrinkles and gray hair but you that shows like you've lived a a long probably great and interesting and perplexed life so that got me thinking and I thought wow like so true whoever said that because I hadn't really I don't remember ever considering that before and I hope that that does touch a lot of you guys and maybe change your perceptions on aging as well because we are currently in a society where that is not the case aging is viewed as you know we still respect it obviously we all love our grandparents and elderly people and this and that you know I'm not saying that we don't like elderly people or anything like that I'm just saying we all can admit we don't want to look elderly like being young and youthful is the current beauty standard and it got me thinking obviously about all the other factors that come along with that but in particular why is that why do we you know why like everyone says oh my god I remember when I graduated high school and it was like people was telling me, middle-aged people like whoever would say, it's the best days of your life. It was the best days of my life. Or, you know, people are always like, oh my God, you're going to want to, you're going to want to look back and do this and that when like everyone's telling me how lucky I am to be young. And I, I appreciate it. I, I am enjoying it. You know, please don't get me wrong, but why aren't, I want to turn around sometimes and say, why aren't you having fun? Like, what's stopping you from doing these things? Obviously, I know there's factors involved in that. I'm not, it's not that simple, but I'm just trying to investigate into the whys. And recently, there have been a lot of um, developments into anti-aging technologies and experts coming out and saying that we could really, especially with AI, I've noticed is a big factor in the you know, a big driving force in this theory, I guess we'll call it a theory, is that humans are quite close, closer than we think, to really extending our lifetime, our lifespan, and obviously not becoming immortal because the universe ends, we all know that, Um, but maybe living for hundreds of years longer than humans have ever lived before. It's no secret that humans are getting better at, let's say, pushing back the expiration date of our lives. We all know that the human lifespan has increased and is continuing to increase. What was once 
um, a lifespan for us of like 30, 40 years has now increased up to like the 80s and 90s and hundreds in some countries. So if we just consider that trend in itself, it wouldn't be such a silly assumption to say it could just keep on getting longer and longer. And I find that very interesting. And yeah, I did put up a poll and an Instagram question box on Curiosity and Rising recently, um, just probing you guys and seeing what you would say. And I'll read that out to you now. One of the polls was, if you could live forever, would you? And so far that one has 80% saying no and 20% saying yes, they would. Um, And I personally voted no as well. And it seems like most of you agree. And then I also had like just thoughts on an article which said humans are on track to achieve immortality in seven years, a futurist says. And then someone has said, about as ridiculous and baseless as the flat earth theory, TBH. Um, and I did talk to that person last night and we had a cool little discussion about it. Um, I won't bring that on to here, I don't think. But I found it interesting that they said that because um, the flat earth theory is like extremely, I mean, a bit ridiculous. And then I guess you could say that immortality for humans is ridiculous and it probably does sound and feel ridiculous right now it's probably really hard for us to wrap our heads around but um like i said immortality is probably impossible like i'm not saying humans might live forever and ever and ever but i think it is possible and i think um these scientists and experts are saying that humans could live for a couple hundred years more um so, yeah, someone else has said, what is the point of life if it goes on forever? Something to enjoy is that we have time frames and, sorry, I'm not sure what the last word is. I think that was a bit of a spelling mistake on that one. But yeah, I um I agree. I think that's a really good point. Um, One of the beauties of life is that it's, it's like limited it's a one-time thing as far as we know um obviously like not to get into the afterlife or reincarnation theories and things like that but yeah i mean ultimately as far as we know um as far as we can see and feel we know that we're going to die um at this point and we know that we have a certain amount of time to do certain things and there are like this person said um time frames and deadlines and limits to be met which of course can be stressful and that's probably why some people want to increase these lifespans so that they can push these deadlines back but I think it is like you said a really beautiful thing to know that you only live once you know um you're you gotta grab life by the ball sometimes and just do something because the fear of death can be a really good driver in success and experience as well. And the final comment that we have so far is someone saying, how about before we discuss crazy concepts like immortality, we cure cancer? Yeah, um, good point. Um, I guess just as a side note though, if we were to like 
like this article is saying, um, and I didn't like expect you guys to read it, that's fine, but the article said, you know, we would pretty much like upload our brain into a cyborg, um, and like the human race is going to inevitably mix with artificial intelligence. So I do suppose, um, if that were the case and that's the direction we went down, then we wouldn't experience cancer, um, because we wouldn't be in these bodies, you know, these people that are living forever would not be in a meat body, which can get diseases and other problems. So I guess they would be curing cancer in that sense, but yeah, obviously just for now, I guess to obviously be putting more resources and money and effort into curing disease instead of cheating um, out of your body is probably a good thing to consider as well. Um, And just on that note, I think it's so worth noting that billionaires and politicians are investing in this and hoping for this. And that should really in itself be raising alarm bells for us as citizens (laughs) Um, because we know that power is a really hard thing for people in power to give up. And one of the good things about aging and dying is that it creates generational cycles and we have the circle of life where people grow up, people in power fade away due to dying and people come up and replace them and therefore we get new ideas, new innovations, new, I guess, like behaviours and attitudes and concepts. Um, which I also want to mention, like, if we kind of just paused society, society's development, which is really thanks to ageing, um, you know, obviously Gen Z gets talked about so much and how the ones above, generations above Gen Z find Gen Z annoying at times and pretentious at times and Gen Z is really known as an inclusive generation, um, a generation that protests a lot and questions a lot and as a member of Gen Z I think that's great obviously Um, but who's to say right that we have got it right you know like every generation thinks they're the best you hear your parents talk about how good they had it back in their day and then I'm sure you know their parents were telling them that and probably will tell our kids this the same thing you know Um, but if we kind of just paused development, societal development, um, if we kind of stopped an older generation from going out and then I guess like, would we stop newer generations coming through? I don't know, but that would mean we'd pretty much be staying in whatever year it is that that happens. Let's say 2030, let's say we did it now in 2023 we just like, we all are going to live for hundreds of years now. And the people we thought were close to death aren't anymore. What would that really mean for our beliefs, our belief system and our morals? And because these are things that develop generationally, right? Like think about society 200 years ago. 
there was lots more racism, lots more homophobia. And then think about now, right? Who's to say that we are currently in the best, like, behavioral, moral time? You know what I mean? Like, society's always looking back 100, 200, 500, 1,000 years and, like, shaking their heads at what humanity was doing back then. So if we stopped that and said, oh, yeah, I think we're we're good, you know, like, yep, cool, let's slow down that pace of change. What if, you know, we were supposed to be not doing that, you know, which we probably aren't, and in 500 years there is supposed to be so many other beliefs and ways of life and opinions and they would have looked back at us and thought, what the hell? You know, they probably would have. They probably will. So, that's a really big thing that I I consider when thinking about the immortality debate. I now want to bring in someone who I've been researching and looking at, you know, in the recent weeks leading up to this episode. And that is Susan Schneider. She's a philosopher and founding director of the Center for Future Mind at Florida Atlantic University. And some of the thoughts she's had on the matter are as follows. I don't think when people are even asking about immortality, they really mean true immortality, unless they believe in something like a soul or an afterlife. If someone was, say, to upgrade their brain and body to live a really long time, they would still not be able to live beyond the end of the universe. Many humans grow old and die. To live indefinitely, we would need to stop the body from aging. A group of animals may have already solved this problem, so it isn't as far-fetched as it sounds. According to her, one of the better routes to extreme longevity while also preserving the person would be through biological enhancements compatible with the survival of the human brain. This could be something like, for example, brain chips, where gradually replacing parts of the brain with chips, one becomes like artificial intelligence, slowly transitioning into a cyborg and thinking in chips rather than neurons. But if the human brain is intimately connected to you, then replacing it could mean suicide, she added. The human body appears to have an expiration date regardless of how it is uploaded or upgraded. And then you'd have the questions of like, would your human body still be a human body if, you know what I mean, whether humans were still human if they were not in their own bodies anymore? It's a whole thing. It's really, like I said on the Instagram story the other night, um... It's something that I don't think we're even capable of wrapping our heads around because it's obviously such a crazy concept, first of all, but we instinctually and inherently and, like, we are hardwired to know that we're going to die. Most of us have probably experienced death, um, whether that be a family member dying a friend, an acquaintance, a neighbour. We know that at some point, like, we just kind of stop existing as we know it. So to wrap our heads around that not being the case anymore is, like, mind-blowing and such a mindfuck. So I think it's really hard to even get into it um, until we really have, like, a better understanding of it. And that will come with time and research etc so i'm definitely curious see what i did there i'm curious to know what you guys 
think um, you're more than welcome to head to joerainbow.com, the contact box there, and let me know your thoughts. Or just swipe up on one of the stories and I can check the DMs of the Instagram page. But yeah, it was interesting to hear a little bit of opinion from, I guess, my audience um, yesterday. But that was such a last minute um, addition to this episode. And it's still, you know, on the story now. So it's not complete. But yeah, if you want to continue this conversation, I'm more than happy to do that. And one of my hopes that people will take away from this episode is that you kind of think about aging and how you feel about aging. And, you know, really ask yourself, like, the concept of time how do you how does that sit with you the concept of aging how does that really make you feel do you like the idea of aging do you not the answer is probably that you don't and why is that probably because society has told you and shown you that looking old is not generally a positive thing so as always i just like to challenge and you know, play devil's advocate whenever I can um, and consider both sides of any discussion and debate that I'm a part of. And my parting words for everyone this week is just remember that rest is still production and still productive. Um, I was having a conversation with a friend recently and we talked about how rest days are seen in hustle culture as such like cop-outs and like lazy attitude you know kind of thing but please just remember that you are a human being (laughs) um and you require rest you require sleep and if you have a day every now and then where you just don't do anything worthwhile from the definition of worthwhile because everything you do is worthwhile to you but yeah if you don't If you just have a little day where you watch Netflix all day and stay in bed and stay in your pyjamas and just rejuvenate, good on you, you know? Like, sometimes that's needed. So I just wanted to, as my parting note, say that rest is still productive because so many times we're told that you just have to get up and go constantly and I've really been feeling the effects of being busy lately. Um, Being back at uni, working a lot as well, doing the podcast still and working on other things that you'll hear about soon and also just like having social life and keeping up with friends and keeping up with media it's it can be exhausting um so be kind to yourself if you're feeling the same way i am oh also i did tease and like half promise that visuals were coming soon um, just an update on that. They are. Um, obviously, this video, this, sorry, episode was audio only. Um, yeah, you can't see me right now, but you wish you could. Um, but yeah, that'll happen when it happens. It is getting worked on, rest assured. Um, yeah, that's always something I've wanted to do, as I said, but it's just hard. So, working on it, it's coming. It'll. It's coming in the next few episodes, maybe even the next episode, but no promises because as I said like a minute ago, I'm just trying to be a little bit more 
kinder to myself and have less deadlines and stress, but yeah, um, I'm always working on Curiosity and Rising stuff and always thinking about, you know, there's really not a day that's gone by since Curiosity and Rising started that I haven't thought about it and thought about an idea or what I want to do and blah, blah, blah. Like, I really love it. So, it'll come when it comes. And I thank you for being patient and for getting to the end of this episode even. Um, So, yeah. I'll see you when I see you. Lots of love always. Please stay safe and be kind. Bye.